Now, we're making some changes in the Friday night service. Uh, I got one survey that came from the members that basically said, let's just start it later. But I had quite a group of you from the Friday night service who began to email me and say, Pastor, can we please, this is our service. Folks, I'm not going to hurt anybody. We're going to go ahead and have Friday night service. And everybody said? Now, what I did with this group of people who were emailing me is I said, all right, how do we take care of the transportation problem, especially for the ladies? We don't want them standing out on Taft Avenue or Padre Faro for an hour after dark. It's not safe. And everybody said? So next week, we will start the service at 6.30. Everybody say 6.30. Now, those of you that have been around here for 40 years, you remember that the Friday night service used to start at 6 o'clock. And then it moved to 6.30 because of traffic. And then it moved to 7 o'clock because of traffic. But now there is no traffic. So we're going to go back to 6.30. Everybody say 6.30. We will run a one-hour service. You'll be out the door just a little after 7.30, and then we want everybody to go straight home. Now, the other thing we're doing differently is we're going to tie in uh, all of our YouTube and Facebook, all of our members that are watching at home rather than tape a special service for them, uh, to take a little bit of load off. And I will tell you that we're going to do the service a little differently. We're going to run about 20 minutes of worship, I'm going to teach for about 20 minutes about prayer. Everybody say prayer. And then we're going to spend about 20 minutes in prayer every Friday night. So everybody got it? Everybody got it? All right. Very quickly, let me teach you an offering thought tonight. So what time does the service start next week? 6.30. Is that good for everybody? That's not a problem? Okay. We just, folks, I don't mind preaching to three people, all right? But I do mind putting people at risk. We want the people to be safe. And everybody said? Now, this thing shall pass, and we can get back to regular life. For my offering thought tonight, I want you to look with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Let me read it to you from the New Living Translation. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars, clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not given to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Now, I don't want to deal with all of that, but I want to deal with two thoughts and a little bit of understanding. First of all, Paul teaches us that all of us at some point in our life is going to be perplexed. Everybody say perplexed. Now, that's a big fancy word that basically means to be at a loss. I don't understand. I feel uncertain. How many of you have ever felt like that? Would you raise your hands? He said, now th this happens in a Christian's life. As a Christian, we get into situations I don't understand. I'm not confused, but I don't understand. I'm, I'm uncertain about all of this. I'm, I'm at a loss to comprehend all of this. 
But he said, we're never given to despair. Now despair means to be brought into a place of embarrassment and defeat. Now brothers and sisters, every one of us at some point in our life, and many of us right now during this COVID-19, you are perplexed. Everybody say, I'm perplexed. You just don't get it. You just, with everything you know from the scripture, there's things that you just don't understand. Paul said, you know what? All of us go through that at times. He said, but please, you're, you're, you're never in despair. You're, you're, never, you're never brought to a place of, of, of embarrassment and, and helplessness and, and wiped out. He said, secondly, I'm struck down. Everybody say, knocked down. He said, but I'm not destroyed. Now, forgive me, but you're going to get knocked down a few times in life. Everybody said, I will get knocked down. Your business will get knocked down. Your career will get knocked down. There are times in our life that we get knocked down. Everybody said, knocked down. And you didn't expect it. It's like one time years ago when I was first beginning to go up to Korea with Dr. Cho. I was standing out on the street corner to, to wait for a taxi. And there was about 25 or 30 people standing all lined up very properly in this line. And when it was my turn to get into the taxi, this lady, old lady, I mean old lady, walked up, pushed me out of the way to the point that I almost fell down, got in the car, slammed the door, and just stared at me. And I looked around at everybody else, and they all just pretended like they didn't see anything. Well, you know what? I just got knocked down. But not destroyed. Now, brothers and sisters, all of us are going to get perplexed, but, but not in despair. All of us are going to get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. That means ruined, demolished, laid waste. There are times that you're going to get knocked down, but you're not going to be destroyed. You're not going to be laid waste. You are not going to be ruined in Jesus' name. You say, well, pastor, why does, why does this happen? Verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay. Let me read it to you in New Living Translation. But we now have the light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that the great power is from God and not ourselves. Brothers and sisters, because we see miracles, because we see answered prayer, because we see the supernatural, because we see the power of the gospel. These bodies that we live in, everybody say, a fragile clay jar. There's stuff that happens to us in life. And we're going to be perplexed so that we remember the power doesn't come from us. It comes from God. I didn't hear you. And we're going to get knocked down sometimes. But we're not going to be ruined or destroyed. So that we remember, this power does not come from us. It comes from God. Got it? All right, that's my offering thought tonight. Put your tithe in the red envelopes. Put your seed in the blue envelopes. And when you're ready, come. Bring your tithe and seed before the Lord.